0: Welcome back to The Francisca Show, a Jewish coffeehouse podcast, the show on which everyday creatives share their unique journeys. I am Francisca, a singer, composer, music producer, and podcast coach, and also your host. Enjoy the show. Today, we are talking to Rachel Sam, living in Pomona, New York. And this episode is dedicated to a release that I and Rachel collaborated on together. And we'll be talking a little bit about behind the scenes of this project. And I am so excited to be doing this. Tell me a little bit about your background, how you got started in the arts and singing and writing. I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Maybe there's more trees and cows than people. I don't know, but... (laughs) But, um, it's nice that I grew up there. It's all worth it just for the sake of being able to tell people I'm from Milwaukee instead of Brooklyn. And then their reaction is much more fun than, (laughs) and usually, you know, which school they went to when they're like, where, where is that? Is that in the U (laughs) S? Um, and of course it is.
0: You grew up into a Chabad family and your parents did care of and yeah. So what was that like transitioning out of that or assimilating into the more mainstream Jewish community after growing up somewhere like Milwaukee.
1: Good question. I feel like honestly, if anything, Chabad is like so integrated with the rest of society. So, I can't really compare myself to other people's experience, but it almost feels like since it's not so insular, you actually like have an easy time transitioning to wherever you want to transition because I mean, the nature of Chabad is to just be everywhere and anywhere and just spread out and be in random places. I mean, I went to school away from home in Chicago for seven years. Like I wasn't sleeping at home since I was 11 years old. And then um, Florida Seminary and then Pittsburgh and Israel and all these other places, you get used to being in like random places and meeting different people from different backgrounds. And that's also why I love where I live right now is because there's such a combination of like every type of Jew that you, you, it's, it's like a great reminder that like, we're all just Jewish and, or like, even like, if you're not Jewish, we're all just humans. And we like, we all have things in common or whatever, and we don't need to connect just based on like our specific, specific identity. So it's nice.
0: Would you like to talk about the last 10 years of your life a little bit in a nutshell, or would you like to just forward and get to the project? um well what would you like to do <laughs> well I think your personal story can inspire other people it can bring some depth to, to our project and just give a behind the scenes you know you're not the regular from you know whole situation creative khabar, you know classic classic you, your your story brings depth I think it will bring it will have people understand your music more your art um, and maybe even reach out and uh, you know yeah <laughs> and <laughs> and the possibility is endless limitless um so honestly
1: like I'm really I'm really torn um
0: so maybe we're a little premature here yeah. and we're not ready to share. And like at some okay point,
1: I well. feel like I might write a book, honestly, because it's such a like, it's such a heavy story and okay. not a lot of people go through it. One hundred percent per se, but
0: the other thing I was going to say was maybe you can help other people by sharing your story. That was the last thing that sort of like jumped out of my mind. So okay, you know so- what?
1: I always wonder if it actually would, because There's, it's such a unique story that I'm like, no one else, like, there's, there's like five other people going through it, maybe. So, like, like, because I'm helping those five people, but if I'm hurting the one I really care about, like, I'm not hurting them, but if maybe they feel private about it, like, what right do I have? It's not only my story, it's also theirs. I don't know. It's hard for me to come to terms with it. I have to figure that out kind of in my head.
0: So, it's Um, complicated. It's raw. We're not ready. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Basically. Okay, so let's talk about the project itself. So I reached out to you, what well, maybe it was it a year ago, a year and a half ago? Yeah. I said I <laughs> wanted to do a rap. I have sort of an idea. It had yeah. to do with Perkeavo. And and I'm obsessed with Perkeavos, by the way. I grew up with my father saying Perkeavos
1: to us, like a different chapter, every Shabbos. And we'd sit down on the couch and he made us be quiet and eat our popsicles and listen. And We just like memorized lines from it. And it was just, it's just my favorite book because it's so practical. So I was actually really excited when you specifically mentioned Perque because I'm not like thorough in other
0: things, but Perque I love. (laughs) It's so great. So for anyone listening, for me, Perque felt like a good match for this music because it was very out there, very techno pop. I don't know what to call it exactly. Um, But Perque is a little preachy. There's space for attitude. So that's where the connection happened for me. So the song is uh, covering the four Ezehu's, the Ezehu Gibor, who, if you want to be uh, a strong person, if you want to be a wealthy person, if you want to be a respected person, and if you want to be a happy person, this is what you should do. So we took those, those four. Yeah, There's no happy one. If you want to be a wise person, there you go. So we took the four and, um, and then you wrote the lyrics to the rap and you wrapped them. You wrote the lyrics to the bridge. That's so cool. And originally we were going to do in Hebrew, the chorus, but then we changed it to, if you want to be, keep it all in English. There are some Azus going on in the background. I
1: wish I did. If you, if you're trying to be, because if you want to be, I felt like it it sounds like juvenile, like if you want to be like a Disney song, but like once I guess people hear the lyrics,
0: they'll see that. It, it's really not basic at all. It's it's very deep. So because it's based on well, something deep. Yeah, that's true. That's I, I love using that because once you're using Jewish texts that are written by such wise scholars, there's very little room to mess up on there. And so, yeah, musically, I felt like because it's preachy, there's room for attitude. There's room for some modern sound. Yeah. And I did the production and all the melody, the composition. And we clapped here. So if you'd have to choose like one moment or two different texts that you would like to share, I know the rap is really fast and anyone who will want to understand the lyrics, they will have to read them. But for anyone listening today, maybe you can share a few moments that were, that you can analyze or explain because you have the platform to do it now. Um, so I don't know if if you wanted me to like, prepare
1: but I can tell you that I did memorize all the lyrics so I I know them offhand but
0: to find like just which one is like choose a moment and I didn't tell you in advance because you don't like to do things in advance <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like I'm going to just ask you on the spot because I've worked with you long but enough it's, it's
1: good deals with me being way too spontaneous and I feel like she's way too rigid for me and together it's like She's like going crazy from my spontaneity. <laughs> and then of course I end up like not being prepared and she is.
0: Okay. Maybe you talk about the connection between Facebook, and Instagram, uh, little logos that we had printed on our shirts. One of them. I think there was more than one with that, but one of them was who deserve, I think we
1: wrote it on our Instagram was who deserves the honor. That is who, he who gives it out. Don't play and mock the saint or God's about to confiscate your clout. So like, I'm sure like Gen Zers know that clout is basically like Generation Z your level of I don't know if you want to say like credibility but like your your influencer like who deserves the honor that is he who gives it out so that's kind of just another way of saying the actual puSuk. and then don't play and mock the saint like the person that deserves honor because God's about to confiscate your clout. Clout is basically like the honor that you deserve but it's just written in like 2020 lyrics <laughs> so Um, and just to be a little bit more rappy (laughs) and like street. Um, so that was, that was one of them. Honestly, it's true. I see, like, I can just even apply it just to you. Like I see a lot of times you collab with other people or you put the spotlight on other people and it ends up just like giving back to you because I mean, those people are sharing your things. And then like people are so happy to like that you're sharing their things and then they want to see your thing and it just like what comes around goes around type of thing
0: that's so beautiful thank you for sharing that I'm like warmed in my heart <laughs> a little tingle in my heart
1: yeah no it's a fact and then I can think of another pasuk pasuk
0: from the sock. from the negan <laughs> I'm trying to think well we did we got rockets and we tried oh throwing my god the rockets so no, first of all the, the, the props were
1: hilarious like I don't know what I think I was drunk when I, honestly I never got drunk in my life that's the truth but like <laughs> in theory like my ideas were were like inebriation. like it was basically like like I made okay for anyone listening I made Francesca get the weirdest props okay I was like she's like what should I buy I'm like okay <laughs> buy a stuffed owl by, by grandma glasses and she's sitting there trusting me I'm like okay and
0: buy what else did I tell you buy like fake money we had white wigs and we had a mint wig wigs, a purple turquoise wigs. wigs oh my god you're we had rockets we had like, toy for Elon rockets. Musk rockets what yeah. was the connection between the rockets and the lyrics let's go into that even though the rockets didn't make it into the video in the end
1: that one is who is loaded with the gelt like who is rich it is not about the pockets like it's not about the wealth the actual physical wealth um it's not about that satisfaction soaring high don't have to afford elon's rockets so satisfaction is soaring high even if you can't afford elon musk the great <laughs> rockets basically like it's not it's not about the riches it's about It's about the actual happiness, which honestly, I'd rather cry in my Ferrari, but, (laughs) but we, we all know, we all know that like, however nice money is like either you're happy or you're not, it's not like money helps. It really does. It can buy you therapy. It can buy you, it can't buy you like priceless things like friends and
0: good relationships and trust.
1: Right. But yeah, but right. Which is really like the the essential source of happiness but like because that comes from within but really like i feel like these are all um ideas that that like this the the world in general not just like in people that learn parakelis or jewish people like they always like preach these type of lessons like oh happiness doesn't come from money type of thing but like it, it like it's cool how you can always find these things in the torah like originally from thousands of years ago where it's really simple but it's well, kind of profound, I guess. Of like, like uh, you can have all the money. I mean, there's so many people that it's really sad. They they lose their life because they didn't feel that it was worth living, even though they were loaded with money. I mean, and then there's people that because they were in debt, they lose their life. But the point is that the common denominator is the sadness from the inside, regardless of wealth or not. So um that was another one. So
0: and also part of the reason the four azuhus, the four perke avos stanzas that we were working with they were confusing because honor and happiness or honor and wealth did we mix those (laughs) they were being mixed up because they are very intertwined with each other like the amount of followers you have on Instagram today it's it's an honor thing it's a wealth thing and we had those thrones at one point we had all these coins we had these coins and we had this money very rap gangster type Most of that did not make it in, but the, the throne wearing the crown and all that cool stuff made it in. So any lyrics there that connect or you'd like to just give a little on or explanation.
1: And honor comes on those when they not ask it to be chosen. Torah now deems you respectable and pockets full now. Yeah, it's the same idea, but it's basically when you're kind of like begging for the honor maybe it doesn't come as naturally and also I notice sometimes like something I remember learned like this part that we were learning in Per-Kelos and um, my father was explaining one time how like sometimes when you like you cause you you try to like get the honor to yourself so you kind of are arrogant about something you end up like it obviously depends like sometimes you need to talk about something because you're sharing knowledge or whatever and that's that's actually important. Like it's not the right time to be humble, but there are certain things that are arrogant, let's say, and that's up to like common sense to figure out what it is. So the thing is that that was the mixed up thing. So it says Torah now deems you respectable and pockets full now, but I guess that was like more of a metaphorical pockets full now type of thing. But it also, the pockets full now, actually, now I'm looking at it, it refers to the paragraph before I was talking about wealth says wealth isn't measured by the money it's all about the smile do you feel like you got it if you do that's when you got it um like if you feel it then you have it because the because the question is do you feel it
0: (laughs) and i love the bridge four lessons for me and you oh my god first of all it's my
1: favorite part of the song
0: and try Taurus Uh how we get us by why Because God got it why us how we get us by why the only part i was able able to memorize the words go so fast
1: do you (laughs) know but you know what when you sent me this tune like just the raw tune without the words and I remember listening to that I was like on a high when I heard that I'm like oh my god this is so good like I I got all like starstruck I'm like did you make this like this music is so good I'm so excited to be putting the lyrics to this because it was just like it was so gangster and you like you don't even you didn't even mean to be but it was like it enabled me because I have this thing that I like to put like a lyric for every syllable I feel like there needs to be like a fill in of that syllable and and like not to skip any (laughs) that's why like sometimes it goes very fast but like for the the four lessons um we were able to do that with like just like very short simple words but like they were they were like they rhymed and like they they it made sense in a sentence still. So it was a lot of fun. It was like four lessons that me and you can live by. And try Torah's <laughs> how we get us by. Why? Because God on high knows the recipe to live by. Get by he can by. I'm not singing it
0: because I don't Was know. It there a favorite part to the whole project for you?
1: Honestly, the funnest part that I had, I think you deleted most of it, but I still have the rough draft, so it's fine. But the funnest part for me was when you sent me to Hillel Capnick studio. It was like the highlight because like music I told it just like was so enjoyable like nobody was really there listening except for like him or whatever my baby was sitting on me but it was like, like just to belt out and like, I went through like 5 million harmonies and he's like yeah do another one do another one I'm like yeah let's do another harmonies and I did like 5 million harmonies and I was so excited. And he's like, I'm letting you know, (laughs) I worked with Francesca before. She's probably going to take most of them off. She likes it to be like really simple. And I'm like, I'm like, no, I want to keep all them. So after we were done, I'm like, okay, just in case she'll probably take them off. Just send it to me, (laughs) send me the original file. So he sent it to me. I'm like, yes, I have it. And then I'm like posting little snippets of it all over my Instagram before the real one comes out where I'm like, not really on the clip anymore, except for the rap. But that honestly, that was like my most enjoyable thing is I got to just belt out harmonies. It was so fun for me. So thank you.
0: For so the that. performance end of it more than the writing. The
1: writing was, was good, but like, yeah, that was the most, that was the most enjoyable because honestly, like that was me being able to implement the writing that I did. Like when you write it, it's fun, but you want to feel like you, you feel I do, I feel like impatient to like make it happen into something. It's still almost a dream because you can write anything down, but if it's not on video or shared with people, you almost feel like it's, it's an unhappened stream yet like it didn't happen yet so that was like actualizing it I guess and yeah just music
0: and then you got your kids in the car and you drove all the way to Philadelphia like four hours. and we spend a Chavez together four hours I believe you on a Friday that totally is possible and yeah and it was Labor Day weekend and Sunday we got out can you just tell a little bit from your perspective maybe yeah. I'll add a little bit what was it like for you to shoot with me or uh, with, work with <laughs> me?
1: <laughs> so, um, there's something about we're total opposites, yeah. Yes, for anyone we listening, are. that's very Our true, styles yes.
0: of working. Um,
1: there's something about like I am a procrastinator, you like things done right away, I'm spontaneous, you like to plan every detail out, like I'm just like, whatever, you're like, no, no, I'm scared, it's not gonna work out. Like, we're totally different, but I think. There's an element of like, when something is so stressful and you worked so hard for it and you drove all those hours and you put stuff into it, you feel, there's a pride that you feel that like, I did that. Like you feel some sense of like accomplishment, like, oh my God, if I can do that, like I can do anything. Not that I would want to like, like if I had to choose between like you coming to me or me coming to you, I'd be like, no, you come here. Like that's much more, that's much, I'd rather, I like things being the easy way. But in hindsight, like it's, there's a sense of accomplishment when you feel like you, you climbed over a mountain, like it's easy to walk on flat ground. But if you have to climb over something and it's hard, sometimes you end up like accomplishing more because it's harder to, a a song I actually wrote a long time ago in the lyrics. It said, um, I think I told you this in the last, I don't know, it said, um, the pain of climbing gets you up the mountaintop so you can complain about the steps or reach the peak and watch how you haven't dropped whatever so just I feel like that was relevant um wow, I love that but yeah some something like that basically once you
0: see this music video and you see the studio and the thrones and that beautiful setup I don't think we could have done that in your backyard it would just be a different music video
1: the backyard here is like crazy but it's a different vibe it's not the same like like actual like stage um but there's, I mean, there's places to go here, but like, I don't know if a stage like that exists here. I don't know. I didn't check it out, but I know that the stage that we went to, like I went in there and I'm like, oh my gosh, there was like 300 grand pianos lining the wall in the hallway. <laughs> and then, and then I had, I had to walk, like, I felt like I had to walk down the block to go to the bathroom and I needed the bathroom at least like five times. Cause I have like, <laughs> like stomach issues and Like every time I had to go to the bathroom, like I come back and Francesca's like panicking, like where? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I need the bathroom for the tenth time. And like she's wearing my dress and I'm wearing her dress, and like the wigs are coming off, and the guy's trying to like figure out his camera. And then we had to go on top of the roof and we couldn't fit through the window, and we were both like out of breath and sweating. And then you said, oh, we still have to open the props. We didn't open the stuffed owl or the grandma glasses. Quick, we need to throw these toy rockets. It just felt like. Like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? But, like, it was so stressful. It was so exhausting. I feel like it could have been more fun, though, to just, like, (sighs) not care. But I guess, like, there's an element of, like, you need someone to, like, really think deeply into things so that it gets done more. Like, you're a go-getter. And I'm more like, whatever. So, maybe we needed the combination of it I don't know
0: but then we <laughs> but lost like- some of the footage and then I'm thinking if we hadn't stressed about all the props and all the different scenes we needed that didn't end up making it into the music video yeah. in the end maybe it would have been less stressful and maybe we could have had a little more fun and it wasn't like oh my gosh we have four hours that our kids are being watched by someone else and <laughs> I wish it was his right. own disaster <laughs> yeah. um,
1: um- Yeah, I mean, but like, that's a thing with experience is like, you get to learn for the next time because you can't change the last time. And like, I learned something and I guess you learn something with like, when you have someone that's extremely different than you, you learn, like, everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And that's how you learn from someone else. Because if they have the same strengths as you, then you just, you don't learn anything because it's just, just mirroring yourself, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, and then I remember when I was there and we were in the car, you're like, I have five other music videos I have to get done this week. I don't know why I booked them all in the same, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, like I was jealous of you. I'm like, I want to do five music videos in one week. What? It was one like, yeah, other one. I like booked me this really cool, this scene out there, whatever. I don't want to say what it is in case it's still like a secret what that was. No, that, but was, but the farm, that was the farm,
0: the cool. Tovalho, this one that came out. Okay, on well, Monica. that
1: was like the coolest thing. Um, Could have taken one of those 300 grand pianos. I'm sure they wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> and then you say I don't know you're gonna get out like 10 albums or something meanwhile like I got out one song and I'm like how do I emulate this um like honestly it's hard because I'm only like I'm alone with my kids and it helps to have that like husband figure there um and like that adds an element of like like you don't get as much done but at the same time it also adds like a, a drive where you're like I want you want to prove to yourself that you'll get it done in spite of everything. Um, but yeah, I do have like dreams to go crazy with everything, but who knows? And um, what was I going to tell you about your, about all your albums? Oh yeah. I recorded a, a couple songs a long time ago, but like you said, with like the perfectionism thing, like I never released them because I was like, it's not good enough. So it just like, I left it in the dust. So I have like three other songs that I record a long time ago and they're just like,
0: I think Somewhere all the songs my on my sixth album that I sort of did on my own-ish, Yeah, I felt like they were not ready to be released when I released them and really? they went out anyway. Yeah. Okay. So, and my goal is 10 and how albums. how many music videos did he do? I'm probably in the high teens now. Not sure exactly how many. And wow. the goal is 10 albums and hopefully it'll happen <laughs> by the time I'm 30, maybe not. I think I'm going to ask you
1: behind the scenes, unless you want to answer here, how much it costs to do all those music videos. Because from what I understood, like it's, it's like a bunch of down payments. Like it's really expensive to make music. I got good, a good deal for my last one, like a really
0: insanely good deal. But like, if you don't, it's really expensive to make music videos. It can be expensive. It's not a cheap venture. So I have had a few projects that were very expensive and then all the other projects have been very low budget. However, I think other people, if they were like, okay, let me just get this guy and use the budget you used or this woman that used, um, they might've not gotten the same result just because when I do, and I've had that, I've recommended someone I've worked with who was low budget, but they weren't happy with their, Project than I was because I came in with my experience of knowing how to use their talent. I did a lot of the directing. So I've done that, a lot of that, and a lot of luck. I, I can't say it's that's not Mazel and Hashab helping me out. I can't take all the credit. But for me, as much as I focus on quality, quantity is important to me. Building a portfolio of a hundred release really songs and that being my goal is something you can't compare with one or two incredible songs there's a weight to that that's important to me personally where did th- where did this music video fall on your like budget compared to the other ones it's funny the video itself didn't cost a lot all the shortcuts we took, some of them like fixing the wig where like the stuffed owl, like the wig <laughs> that went up, and your hair was showing, and we had to like color oh it in. Oh my god. And by the way, it was photoshopped, like technically it worked, but like it was it still right. in the middle. Of in my the middle of forehead just a
1: disclaimer for <laughs> everyone. It looks like I have fangs instead of bangs. <laughs> so that costed extra. But by the way, for next time, I was telling the guy, I'm like, Can you go get me a small mirror? Because I want to see if like I need to pull my wig down. And you were like, "No, no, we're in a
0: rush. We gotta do it." So,
1: next time, <laughs> next time we'll make Let sure we look
0: amazing. We just won't have any footage of it.
1: <laughs> right? It just kept falling back like every other second, and I didn't.
0: I also learned a ton of things from that video. Like, make sure you get beginning to end. Like, until the last hour, don't focus on just first scene, second scene. Just make sure to get as much beginning to end. Exactly. We didn't have enough beginning to end footage. And that, like, ended up kicking us in the butt a little bit. Okay, so let's do this fun thing. First of all, tell me one thing you loved about working with me, one thing you hated about working with me. And then we'll end (laughs) with, would you ever consider doing it again? (laughs) Oh, wow. This is
1: so is so candid. Okay, but I'm gonna answer the last question first. I would absolutely do it again because I love music. I don't care. I'll do anything for music. <laughs> like like music is my soul. So if you ask me to do something for music, I'm doing it. <laughs> Second of all, I'm sure there's many pros and cons to everything. So it's hard to pinpoint like one or the other, <laughs> but I would say <laughs> I would say like in life in general. Um, like not for like the sake of this or, podcast, you know. You know? Yeah, when we were sitting at the Shabbos table, just like talking after all our kids were like upstairs and you and your husband were there and I was sitting there and we were talking. Um, That was a fun conversation. I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I just remember like, it was just like enjoyable to like be able to have just like a chill Shabbos, like Friday night meal, like just talking about stuff um, before like working professionally like in a studio we got to just like sit and talk that was like nice and relaxing for the moments that it lasted (laughs) I guess the hardest part for me was putting my baby somewhere um like at someone else and he was crying the whole time like that that was the the hardest time that
0: you had your baby away from you it was
1: the second second time time, it was the second time but it was the first time for four hours last time I did it before that it was for like 20 minutes And even that was really, really hard for me. And it was only in the next room and he was crying really hard. And he was with my sister. It was like, I thought like, okay, he's with my sister. It'll be fine. He was screaming the whole time. She tried everything. And here it was like, I'm leaving him with a stranger for four hours. I was, and more because the drive there and back, I was absolutely like petrified. Um, I get so scared, like he's going to be traumatized and whatever, but I hope that we, when he gets older, I'll be like, remember that time you were crying? He'll be like, no, I don't remember. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you do. Your siblings do. <laughs> but listen, I I'm think, sorry. For I it. think his siblings will remember. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. But like people say kids are invincible, but I don't know. I feel like trauma is etched in like a different way and they express it differently. But like, I feel like you have to weigh like your pros and cons where like you put on your oxygen mask before your kids. Like I wouldn't leave my kids all the time to do music videos every day unless it was like a job that kept the roof over their heads. But like, but like, because it's just like a passion and a hobby for me. And like, I have to keep myself sane. So there's a balance to like, also giving to myself so that I can be a mom to give to my kids. So I don't regret it. It's just that was the hardest part. Yeah.
0: Okay. And any advice for anyone listening out there? This was a major project for you it wasn't your first. But it definitely puts you in a different realm from people who have been writing their whole life and haven't released into the world what they've done. What, what can you share with them?
1: to start a journey, it always begins with one step. And I had this issue myself and I need to remind myself all the time. Like, even if it, even if you're releasing something small or doing something small, you're adding, like you're adding to your list of like, let's say a thousand small things. And then once you do five small things, you end up doing 10 medium things. And then you end up doing one huge thing. And then you end up doing an enormous thing and just like you can't, be, you can't just wait around for that enormous thing to come. Cause it's not going to come. You have to start with like small things that are not perfect. And you're not happy with apparently, like, I'm not talking about this specifically. I'm talking about in general, how I'm not like happy with anything. Sometimes I'm like, Oh, it needs to be perfect. Um, it's just like, you have to, you have to start even with my writing career. Like I remember in the beginning, I started off, like I wrote for a small magazine, like once a week and then Um, I wrote for this magazine, like more than that. And then I was like editor in chief of that magazine. Then I started my own magazine and then I closed that down because I was busy traveling all over the world at that time. And then I, whatever, like canceled the whole thing, but like, like you have to
0: start somewhere to like go up basically and have patience. I love that. I love that so much. Rachel, I'm so happy we had this conversation. I'm so happy we did this project together, this music video.
1: Yay.
0: Um, Me too the real question is, are you working with me again? (laughs) That is the real question. (laughs) I think I need some time, uh, to come up with something that could be like the next big thing. No, I'm like, how do you up something like this? You know what I mean? This is one of my biggest projects in a very big way. How do you like up that? First of all, it's one of, it's my first English song that I'm putting out there. And I was, A little I was a mini contributor to the lyrics part I think if you want to be a rich person and then you switch it to just if you want to be the person with the you would change the ends but I came up with we need that if you want to be, we need a repetitive line that has to be the chorus.
1: Right. I wanted you everything wanted every to be word like to be different. deep and you're like, it needs to be simple and like something that will be catchy. And I'm like, no,
0: I put my foot down. I think I would have changed a few more things about it. I know you weren't so happy with the mix at the end and I, that we didn't use enough of your fun, crazy vocals that were amazing. All your vocals were amazing. Thank you. But yeah, you know, when people release some of their best work, if you can, it's it's hard to up that. And I think you need to gain the courage, first of all, to sit down and do something or it's not like the next thing. It's I might need another 50 songs to get that next. If you want to be song, you never know. Right. Yeah. I'm so happy we did this project. Yeah. Now I'm working on my own English music, my own lyrics, and I would have like new boundaries I would create. I would request of you to do certain things differently, knowing how we work together and how we can just make it a little bit less stressful next time. Just knowing like what we're going into. It's like, this is what you need. I understand that better where you still have the creative space and the spontaneous space. But still, I know that the major things are prepared in advance. And then we have that balance of spontaneity and preparedness. Maybe also bringing in one more person onto the team. So it's not all on us to be in it, to look good, to make sure, you know, we need a few more eyes and hands on deck to make sure all the different elements are flying. You
1: know what it is for me? It's so hard for me to let go of control when it comes to creativity, because it's very hard to mix creativity when you're in your head, your ideas are just one big piece of art. And if someone, works with you on it it's almost like they're destroying
0: your piece of art but what music video when you're there on the music video day it's not time to create anymore it's time to execute meaning the creative part had to happen before that's what I believe the writing of the music the lyrics had to happen before you're doing your vocals so right we did decide what would happen in the music video but it
1: was like it wasn't it wasn't
0: scheduled it wasn't like it wasn't totally like <laughs> also if we would have had a much simpler vision it would have been simpler but it wasn't a simple vision that needed a lot more care and what else did I make you buy oh I made you buy these shirts with
1: an Instagram or Facebook logo and you ended up getting professionally I, yeah done.
0: I had to I ordered them on Amazon but they said they're going to send it in 60 days so I had to cancel that because it wasn't going to work had someone in the community See, you are a really hard worker she printed them and I'm so happy and she did it in like one day so we were all set so yeah thank you so much I'm by the way if I'm ever ready to share my story like ever like a You are let you know, always but... welcome back onto the show to share your story thank you so much okay. Rachel where can people find you
1: thank you Francesca this was really fun at the lowercase dash because Rachel Sam by itself was taken whoever took it I don't like you but okay Rachel Sam on instagram on facebook thank you thank
0: you thank you for listening until the end if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends subscribe and if you're listening on an iphone leave us a five-star review if you'd like to reach out about my music coaching or podcast services email me at franciscak@gmail.com. at gmail.com also make sure to download schmoozy so you can have conversations with me and other like-minded people who enjoy the francisca show podcast thank you to jewishcoffeehouse.com and i will be running a giveaway for those of you who will be joining me on schmoozy so stay tuned for more details see you next time